Welcome back to Snares Book Prep Uncovered, the podcast where we talk with staff, pupils and parents to understand more about life at the school. Each episode, I'm joined by Ralph Dalton, head teacher at the school, and together we speak to either a guest or some of the pupils in the school. So it's a bit of a three-way conversation. Now, as always, for future episodes, we'd love to know more from you as to the different kinds of people that you would like to see us bring on to each episode. But for today, we're talking to Year 6, and we're very much looking forward to that. But first of all, Ralph, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm great, thanks, Simon. Um, I'm feeling a little nervous because um, I was once told never ask a question you don't know the answer to and um, mm. I have no idea what our year six pupils are going to say so uh, um, yeah so I'm a, I'm a little apprehensive um, but very excited to uh, hear their perspective but perhaps mm. I should have heard it before we recorded it <laughs> I don't know. so let's let's just see where it goes Okay. All right. Well, they're all they're all waiting in a class uh, at the moment. They've got a microphone in the middle of the class, and uh, and I think they're going to pass that microphone around between them. So it'd be great to hear what each of them has to say. Um, should we? Should we? Enough of our chit chat. Should we just dive straight in and see what they've got to say? Yeah, absolutely. Let's get to the stars of the show. All right. Okay. Let's do it. So we're here today with Year Six, and to all of you at Year Six, I just want to say hello. Uh, and I wonder, can someone tell me what it feels like to be at the end of year six right now? It feels a bit bizarre because I think most of us have been here for like eight years now. But mm-hmm. it's also quite fun seeing what we're going to be doing next year. And so far, we're just having a few sneak peeks. Sneak peeks. I like that. It's also quite cool um, seeing what we've done so far. Like I can see some of the artwork we've done for the play we're doing, um, which is called The Tempest. And so I think the last day of filming was yesterday. Okay, so for people that are listening to this who can't see inside your classroom right now, could you just tell us what that artwork looks like and and what it was like being in The Tempest as well? So the artwork is just like the background for The Tempest. So we've got some foresty ones and then we've got a nice beach one as well. So it's got like a really cool ombre effect and then the beach. And then we've also got a cave as part of it and for the tempest it's just been an amazing experience we've all worked together really well we've been learning our lines and practicing it and just tell us what the tempest about is about for any adults who are listening to this and maybe they they don't know the tempest maybe they don't know any kind of shakespeare just tell us what it's about in a snapshot can you do that yeah it's basically about this person that used to be a duke called prospero and he's trying to get the revenge get his revenge on people that sent him to the island which he now lives on and the play is all about him gathering them all on the island and then getting them all into one spot where he tells them all how bad they are how well they've acted and then they all go back to Naples. Right okay and if if the other people in the classroom right now were in the Tempest as well give me a big yes so shout yes if you were in the Tempest. Yes! Right. Okay. sounds like all of you are in it. I wonder then if someone else can take the microphone and just tell us what it felt like to be acting in The Tempest. It felt strange because of COVID, we couldn't um, do it live. So we were recording it, Mm -hmm. which was also more fun because we could experiment with green screen and things like that. And Ella, tell us what it was like to be acting not in front of an audience like mums and dads, but instead in front of a green screen, which is actually a blue screen. It was strange because 
you had to picture it in your mind what it would look like, which is at times hard. But at the same time, it's easier to act in front of the of friends that you've known for, as Eva said, eight years or, you know, a little less. Right. OK. Thank you for that, Ella. And I wonder, can someone else tell us what it was like to be in The Tempest? Well, I didn't feel kind of strange. Um, I actually felt kind of normal for some reason. Um, but I think filming was better than going like live because we could we would be able to do like more things that that we couldn't have done in the um like theater performance like the puppet show you'd have to because we can only do that with people there and in no, like course. the theater we couldn't show them so yes oh thank you for that uh, and what's your name my name is Kevin thank you for that Kevin that's very helpful so let's carry on then can someone else tell me what some of your best memories have been of being in year six? It's probably been the lockdown as well as um, the play since a lot has changed over time, but it's also changed our friendship. Um, and over lockdown, we all needed more help than as if it was in a class. So um, it helped us socialise even though we had to do it over a screen. And also, in the past month, um, we did an activity week, and that was also a lot of fun. And there was lots of teamwork involved, and um, it helped us see what each other were like, not in school and in a classroom, but outside of school doing fun activities. Oh, I see. Uh, Thank you for that. And so, what's your name as well? Um, My name's Samuel. Samuel, thank you very much for that. And it's interesting that you mentioned that that one of the good things about the, the about the last twelve months has been uh, has been the lockdown. Uh, did you find that the teachers were were very helpful during the lockdown? And in what ways did they did they make you feel better? Um, they were very helpful, and also since the lessons, there was more talking to the teacher because in a classroom um, it would be all of us would just sit down at a desk and work and if we needed help we would ask but over lockdown it would take more explaining since it was harder to present it um, which meant we would know more about the, the activity and it would also be helpful since if the teacher couldn't answer our question a sibling or a parent could. Right, I I see. Thank you for that, Samuel. So I wonder now if someone else can tell us what it felt like after lockdown then to come back to school um, and then to meet up with all of your friends and the teachers again. It felt strange to come back, but meeting everyone uh, really helped make it feel more normal. So what would have actually felt weird seeing we had all our friends here to help us it felt quite normal actually thank you for that Ruben that's very helpful indeed year six looking back over the last year can anyone think of any funny things that have happened uh maybe anything that's funny that's happened in class or anything funny that's happened when you're out in the playground so there's a teacher in sort of a few classes down and we were in RVE and Ruben, he just said, I wish uh, Jesus could enter the room. And then that teacher literally just entered the room, 
though. Now we have a big joke there, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that explains a comment in a report. <laughs> and and what's your name? Yeah, my name's Samir. Samir, thank you for that, Samir. Mr. Dalton, what was the comment in the report there then? Oh, I can't remember it's, it, but it just referenced something. I'm just in brackets, but in joke, close brackets. And I couldn't work out what the in joke was, <laughs> but now I understand. About the teacher having an appearance of Jesus. Yes. Yes. Um, thank you for that, Samir. That, that's very good to hear. And can anyone else think of any other funny things that have happened while in your time in year six? One thing that does happen quite often is like class discussions where we can start on like a normal lesson and then we end up on a sort of unrelated topic and then we end up learning a lot about that actually. So we get to learn quite quite a lot about um, whatever subject we're talking about by just sort of talking about it and then researching it a bit more. And then we often end up sort of like laughing and asking a couple of silly questions which actually end up being quite sensible ones like later on. Thank you for that, Eva. That's very helpful. I wondered then if some of you can just tell us what you're looking forward to after you leave Year 6 and what life is going to be like when you're in Year 7 next year. I look forward to going to like a bigger school as there's more facilities, like bigger sports grounds. And I'm excited to see what place there's going to be. OK, all right. OK, that's good. Uh, if you could be in any play, what play would you like to be in? Um, well, I would like to be in Madagascar. (laughs) (laughs) Madagascar is a great film. I want to act out King Julian. Okay. How many people in the room have seen Madagascar? If you've seen it, give me a big fat yes. 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 It sounds like everyone's seen Madagascar in that case. Who's got a favourite character in Madagascar? I think it would have to be Mort. It just had to be. Okay, all right. Why is that then, Eva? Well, I think this may be a bit more from a TV series called King Julian, but it's just a very funny character which seems to be semi-immortal, even though he's just Salima. Oh, how do you go about being semi-immortal? How does that work? Well, because no one's classed him as immortal or have any extra powers, it just seems to be he can't die. Like, he's been tossed into the sea and he comes back every time. So it's quite funny. And who else is looking forward to meeting new friends uh, in Year 7 when you join a new school then? What I'm looking forward to to meeting new friends is that um, if I get a best friend in, like, um, secondary school, it will last... It will be, like... I'll be in secondary school for around seven years, so the friendship will last a long time. And um, I think it will be a bigger friendship than, like friends in primary school Mm, mm. thank you for that Kevin I appreciate that and I wonder looking right the way back to when when you first joined Snaresbrook's prep school when you think of all of that time does it fill you with I mean happiness and joy and are there moments that you will miss from being at the school after you've left well it's definitely been an amazing experience so I think I'll miss most of it especially like the small the small class feel because we get like so much attention and like we can do the class discussions as well so like we all know each other pretty well and so there'll be like quite a few things we'll miss I think. Thank you Eva. Can someone else tell tell us something that you might miss about your time at the school? Uh 
I can barely remember the moment I've joined. So uh, it will be a lot of time to just be gone when we leave and a lot of friends that we've left behind. And the teachers have all been amazing. <laughs> I mean, you're probably expecting someone to say that, but really, they have. Tell us why the teachers have been amazing at your time at the school. What is it about the teachers that's been amazing? Because it's a smaller school, you get a lot more attention, as my friend said. Um, and you know them a lot better than you would at maybe a bigger school. Thank you for that, Ella. That's very kind. So at the time of recording this, we're just about to start the summer holidays. Can one of you tell us something that you're looking forward to about the summer holidays? Um, I, I really want the lockdown to lift so we can meet um, our friends before we go into a bigger school and find new ones. And then somebody else, what you're looking forward to in the summer holidays? I hope the lockdown is going to be over soon because then I can go on holiday with my family because we were originally going to go to Japan this year, but obviously due to lockdown we couldn't. So I hope that changes. Kira, can you tell us where you would like to go on summer holiday if you could go absolutely anywhere in the world, ignoring any kind of travel restrictions? Where would you like to go and what would you like to do? Um, I would like to go to Japan because I really like their culture and I would like to visit Mount Fuji as well because it's one of Ooh. the most famous mountains and I've heard yeah. like a lot of cool things about it and it's a really nice opportunity. Kira, that's a great answer. What is it about Japan and the culture there that you like? Um, I like, I really like their food. Um, I'm not sure. I mean, the people are really nice there as well and they're also really well trusted. Um, for example, if you left like an umbrella on a bench or something and you didn't come back for it, uh, or you would come back for it. Um, it wouldn't be gone because they're really well-trusted people there. And they're, I don't know, they're, just, they're just really nice to be around as well. Oh, that's very good to hear. Kira, tell us a little bit more about the kind of things you enjoy doing at school and anything that you might enjoy, enjoy doing in Japan as well. I'd probably like going, probably just like exploring there. And I also like the art. Yeah, I'm trying to, there's a of art styles there. Um, and I really like doing art as well. And even some of the teachers at school watch anime, so can kind of relate to them. And what's your favourite anime movie in that case? Have you seen like My Hero Academia and stuff like that? Uh, my favourite anime is Attack on Titan. I don't know that one, but maybe I'll need to watch that over the weekend. Mr Dalton, is there anything else in particular that we wanted to ask Year 6? I've got a couple of questions, actually. How, if you were giving um, some advice to the younger pupils, maybe year five, maybe younger, what, what advice would you give them? Um, I'd definitely say like for year five with the exams, just try your best and don't worry about it because the more you worry, the harder it makes it really. And then for the, like try your best is definitely going to be the main thing for no matter what. But like with the younger years, like read a bit more, like read as much as you can because it helps like your writing and just what you can do as well. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Eva. I'll tell you a little secret as well. I, I think most adults who are listening to this might also need a bit of encouragement when it comes to reading because um, sometimes adults tend to say that they're too busy to read. But actually, it's good for children and adults to read. So thank you for, the, for reminding us all of that. Any other, would anybody else have any other advice to the younger pupils? To the year fives, I would advise that 
Um, it may be stressful at times, but you should still kind of like enjoy all the moments that you can because it will make the 11 plus experience easier and will make it go faster and sooner or later when you're done with it you can enjoy every bit of year six yeah thanks kevin excellent sounds like some good advice coming through here that's very good um for you fives just relax because on the exam day you might like become all stressed out and it's not a good experience but when you actually do the exam just relax and you'll um, probably pass to all the schools you want to and for younger years don't pretend to, like exams in a few years because you still need to study I think that's very good advice Amaya you know some more good advice coming through there thank you for that too um, I advise them to work hard don't just sit back and relax but don't work too much because you might tire yourself out and um, it, you might stress out and on the day of the exam you your mind goes blank but try to work as hard as you can. Just to get that balance just right. Thank you for that, Hibber. That's very kind. Any other advice from anybody else? Um, I just want to say that people are going through the same thing as well. So if you're saying in an exam, um, lots of people are, experience, are experiencing what you're doing as well. So they might feel worried and stressed out like you. So just remember you're in the same place as them. Okay. Thank you very much for that. Mr Dalton, anything else to ask? Well, I was going to ask... On the back of that, do the year six feel better for the experience of the exams? Yes, I do feel better for the experience of the exams because we were able to do very well. Everyone here was able to do very well. And that the secondary school really um, shapes your future and how you do that shapes your future. Um, so taking the most of every opportunity you get is very important. I'd also quite like to add that it teaches us so many new skills because throughout secondary school we will be doing exams so it teaches us how to sort of cope with the stress. Um, it teaches us interviewing skills which is something so many people don't know until they're applying for jobs um, and we're like taught to prepare like how to prepare for the exams and that you don't want to leave it till the last minute, but that you just need to work consistently. I see. Understood. Thank you for that, Eva. And thank you, all of you, for that advice. That's very good. Just one last question, because I guess we're thinking about time. But if if you had to describe Miss Kehoe as a character from Madagascar, which character would she be? King Julian. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I haven't watched Madagascar, so I do not know whether that's an insult or not. <laughs> <laughs> Julian, like, is a bit crazy, so I wouldn't quite go there. <laughs> I mean, I mean, she is kind of crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but, not in, but not in an insulting way, just in a... <laughs> Everyone's a bit crazy. Yeah, it's a fun way. Yeah. She's a unique teacher. <laughs> A unique teacher, I like that. Um, she's also a bit like Mort since um, um, since um, every single time something happens that's not meant to happen. Um, like Eva did say, Mort is like semi-immortal, so he somehow always pulls out um, 
pulls through something and survives. And Miss Kehoe sometimes always manages to um, get the, make the best out of any moment she has. I think that's a positive. <laughs> I think it's definitely a positive. And I think that's probably a good place to bring this podcast to a close. <laughs> so Year 6, thank you very much for being here and thank you for your time. And we'll catch up with you again soon. Bye for now. Bye. Thanks, Year 6. So, Ralph, that was Year 6. They were good fun. What did you think about all that? Oh, it's, it's lovely to hear them talk so positively about their experience at Snaresbrook Prep. Um, yeah, it's lo- and it's, lo- it's lovely. I, I, I was interested in their responses to the, uh, the recording of the play, um, that they really enjoyed that. and Because um, um, actually sometimes that's... It's quite a... It's, it's not as an enjoyable process being asked to repeat the yeah. same line you know 27 times there was a there was a part when we were recording it um where we were doing close-ups for each of the parts but there was a there was there was a group of children hauling a rope because it's the opening scene of the tempest which is on a boat um and they're trying to avoid crashing onto the rocks uh so they've been the the crew have been told to haul haul this rope so as we did each close-up what had to happen was the rope had to be pulled in the right direction then we'd say cut focus on the next person we'd have to reverse the rope a bit and then redo the scene again. And they did this about four or right, five yeah, times. Yeah. Repeating it. Repeating they were it. experts at reversing <laughs> this rope to try and get the continuity. So it's uh, so it was nice to hear that they actually enjoyed it because there were, there were points when I thought, oh, I do hope this isn't too dull. But, but that's really good that you did that because qu- what quite a lot of schools would just do is like fix a camera on pupils acting and just leave it as one camera angle. But to get, you know, to cut to a separate camera... And, and to get a close-up of what they're doing is, well, that just enhances the whole viewing experience just no end, doesn't it? I, I hope so. I mean, all I wanted to do was produce something they were proud of. Um, I have a sort of, I don't, it's not, I don't, don't know if it's my saying, but I will often say, look, you know, pain is temporary, celluloid lasts forever. Um, and, and that's true in life. You know, the, 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 the pain is temporary, but the, the results, the outcomes... Um, you know, can echo in eternity, and it's important for us to to remember that when um, we're doing things. But I just wanted to give them something that they were they were proud of and were happy to show mm. people, and you know, showed them off to their best. So, um, but it also sounded like they almost preferred doing it that way instead of um, being on stage. And and I wondered at the time when uh, I forget who it was who said that. I thought to myself, well. I wonder if it is actually that or just him having a very positive way of viewing that experience and just absolutely being optimistic about the situation that was forced upon the whole world at the time and just making the most of it, really, as opposed to actually thinking it was better. Well, I mean, I'd, I'd love I'd love that to be the case. I think it you know, possibly is. I think children are more optimistic than we are as adults. You know, that everything is new to them for yep. most of their yep. young lives. Um, they are a lot more flexible. It was certainly the way we try to be as a school. You know, we try to look at what we could do. Um, and, you know, I, I did do assemblies on, you know, flexibility and looking for opportunity and everything, you know, adversity being an opportunity to grow and develop. So if, if that was the case, again, that would be, you know, that would be lovely. But um, I think I think whoever said it, they're probably just a really nice person because our children are really nice. <laughs> Um, and I think you, I mean again because you, you yeah, there were, I mean I don't know if it came across but to me when I was listening there was just that sense of friendship that sense of fun that they'd had through their time here I mean it was lovely to hear I forget I think it was Ella who said um, oh you know the teachers are amazing and um, 
you know, she made me laugh when she said, I know you'd expect me to say that, but, you know, it, it, it sounded so warm and so genuine. Um, and, yeah, so, yeah, it was really nice. And another thing that, again, was lovely to hear, because it's something that as an adult I suspect or I'd like to think is the case, and so actually hearing it from them. And, and I should say we didn't, um, we didn't prep the children. We didn't really give them the questions ahead of time. We didn't... Um, so they were just saying whatever was in what was ever on their mind, but hearing them talk about the small school and giving opportunities or the small class size giving opportunities to follow mm. discussion um and then the things they'd learned from that or um you know the opportunities that Kira's had to sort of talk about or explore her her love of um anime and um japan i mean I think that's been a big part of year six, so I mean that was really nice um and again, you know, the other thing that, you know, I do worry about the pressure that children feel in terms of, you know, mm-hmm. the 11 plus and, um, and, and we work hard on keeping that pressure at a, an acceptable or a useful level because I think one of the steps that we are taking is giving pupils an experience or an opportunity to learn how to deal mm-hmm. with pressure. Um, and we we hope we get that right. We think we get that right. But again, hearing it from mm-hmm. them talking about yes, there is that balance, and yes, it was, you know, there was it was stressful on the day, but it was also just part yeah. of the process, and they were well prepared for it. Um, and generally, the outcomes, well, the outcomes were mm-hmm. positive, so they yeah. felt good about that. That self esteem yeah. that came from that, but also the fact that um, actually you learn a lot in those situations and in, in, in how to cope with stress or. Um, I think Eva mentioned again, you know, the, the the work we put into preparing them for interviews. So again, they can show off themselves. Again, we try not to, um, we don't we don't sort of prep them mm-hmm. for interviews. What I try and get across to them is it's an opportunity to to talk and show who you are and show what you can contribute, um, rather than um, oh, if you get asked about this in current affairs, mm-hmm. say that. Um, you know, that's that's not the way we do it. We very much about you know trying to get children to be their best mm. selves and, and in case of an interview present their best self so it was lovely it was lovely to to hear them mm. talk of those mm. things and uh yeah no it, it was it was it was really lovely and, and of course being a year six pupil you know you talk about experiences and like small moments of stress like like an exam and clearly being on a podcast episode is i imagine not not <laughs> as stressful as an exam but it's still different to what children would usually do and I mean, most adults who speak on a podcast tend to be slightly apprehensive at, at the very least. So for year six pupils, I imagine that, that how they felt before that episode recording was probably very different to how they felt afterwards, having achieved it and you know done, yeah. done very well. So hats off to them for that. Absolutely. And I think, again, that's just what we are um, always looking to do is just put them you know, in that zone of proximal development, just a tiny bit outside of what they are comfortable with um, and supporting them through it helping them have success in that moment and that's mm. when they then start to think if they're if they're confronted with a new experience or a new situation mm. it's that well i don't know if i can do it but i did it last time and it turned out yeah. all right so i'll give this a go yeah. um so yeah no that's, uh, they were they were they were uh, you know they've been such a, a delight um mm. i mean every uh, genuinely every year group here are a delight um but they you know they they are a delightful group and they've worked so well over this year and been so flexible so yeah. no i didn't i didn't expect anything less of them actually to be honest with you other than to be yeah. 
delightful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, they were lovely. They, they they really were. But I guess we need to bring this whole episode to a close now. But for anyone listening who wants to find out more about the school, don't forget to search up Snaresbrook Prep on social media, whether it's Twitter or Facebook. Just search Snaresbrook Prep. And also to stay up to date with the next episode that's going to be coming out, then be sure to follow this podcast. And of course, if you have any questions or ideas of people that you would like to see featured on each episode, then do get in touch with the school and we'll see if we can bring those people on. But until then, thank you for listening to this episode and we look forward to speaking to you next time. Bye for now. And Ralph, this is where you say goodbye as well. Do you think I'll ever remember to say goodbye? Anyway, (laughs) bye for now. (laughs) Bye for now. Bye bye. Yeah. <laughs>